0: We are in Yavamos Nun Amabez 50b2 in the Archgal Gemara. The Gemara begins with the following discussion. The Gemara asks, Why is it we know from the Mishnah that there is a concept of a rabbinic form of Yibam, a rabbinic form of Halitza, that if one does uh, an act of Kiddushin, an act of a regular halakhic engagement, uh, such as the giving of a ring or the giving of, a, of an engagement contract, of the document, Uh, So then that accomplishes something on a rabbinic level. It's not what is uh, required or accomplish anything on a biblical level, but it does accomplish something on a rabbinic level. On a biblical level, we need to do yibum; It has to be marital relations. And the same thing is true with regards to the chalitza. The chalitza is necessary on a biblical level. And the rabbis added and said that if you you, uh, have a regular form of a divorce between the brother-in-law and the sister-in-law, that also works on a rabbinic level. The question is why? Why did the rabbis decide uh, to add... Ma'amar, uh, which is the rabbinic form of Yibum, through the giving of a ring, and why did they add get, <coughs> excuse me, the giving of a get of the divorce document as having rabbinic uh, halachic ramifications. So that's going to be the question of the Gemar. The whole discussion, the dispute between Rabbi Gamlil and the Chachamim in the Mishnah. has to do with uh, giving a get twice or doing mimer twice. But everybody agrees that a get works, that mimer works. Everybody agrees that it does work on a rabbinic level. Why did the rabbis institute this concept that by the giving of a get from the brother-in-law to the sister-in-law, the divorce document, that that works on a rabbinic level? It doesn't work on a biblical level. Why why would the rabbis... uh, create this uh, rule that it would work on a have various ramifications on a rabbinic level. So the Mar explains as follows. Mishom Mahani ba'ama We know that again in a regular marriage the way to get divorced is by giving a divorce document. Not by chalitza but by giving a divorce document. And in general it works. So people, everybody knows that it does work. So if we were to say that a get really has no effect whatsoever in the context of yibam, between the brother-in-law and the sister-in-law, people will say as follows. Get A get, the purpose of a get of a divorce document is to create this separation uh, and so to Khalitza, it creates uh, an end, it severs the relationship with chalitza as well and they'll say if the get doesn't work and with the get lo mahani, nami lo mahani that if the get doesn't work if we were to say that the get doesn't work, then people will come to the conclusion that Chalitza also doesn't work. And what's going to happen? People will say, Ah, oh, Chalitza doesn't work? Really, you could do Yibam even after Chalitza? You would be allowed to do Yibam after Chalitza. Now this is a bit strange, uh, because you're going to tell me people really think that Chalitza doesn't work. It says so explicitly in the Torah that the way to sever the relationship, to to undo this, uh, this Zika, this bond, is by... Doing chalitza, so what do you mean? People will think that chalitza doesn't work because the get doesn't work. So the, the mafarshim, the commentators, address this issue, and some explain that no, the concern is that they'll think that chalitza alone doesn't work. The Torah is telling us that you have to do chalitza in addition to doing what's normally done, which is the giving of a get of a divorce document. And people will think you have to do both. The fact that I that a person gives a get, if that were not, if it, if it wouldn't have any effect. People will come to think that maybe I need to have both. I need to give a get and do a chalitza. So that's why the rabbis instituted that the giving of a get alone will have an effect, so that everybody knows that just doing one thing alone, the giving and doing of chalitza alone, that suffices on a biblical level. That's all. That's uh, that's all that's necessary. And then once you do chalitza, then there's then you are certainly not allowed to do uh, yibum. The Gemara now continues to discuss ma'mar. What about ma'mar? Why did the rabbis institute, if it has no impact on a biblical level, why did the rabbis institute the concept of ma'mar? That the giving of a ring accomplishes something in the context of yibam. why does ma'mar work? Similar idea. The Gemara says as follows, we know that the giving of a ring works in general, outside the context of yibam. If a person wanted to get engaged, they could give a ring, or they could give a marriage contract, a star, a document. And where people will say, if, people are, if it really has no effect whatsoever, we're afraid. People are going to come to the following conclusion. Amri, Mamar Liknos, Liknos. That Mamar, uh, the purpose of Mamar is to create an engagement, a halachic engagement, and Yibam also creates a halachic engagement. And, uminda am, uminda mamar and since in this case, in this context, if we were to say, that ma'mar, the giving of a ring, has absolutely no effect. So then people will come to the conclusion and say, you know what, having bia, having marital relations, will also have no effect. It wouldn't accomplish yibam. And then we're concerned that maybe after doing yibam, meaning after having bia, having relations with one of the sisters-in-law, they'll say, ah, oh, I didn't really accomplish anything. And maybe they'll do yibam with a different sister-in-law, which is forbidden. That is, sister, that is certainly forbidden. Once you do yibam with one, you can't do yibam with another. And so the same idea here is that people will think that if mamar alone doesn't work, the commentators explain, and people will think that yibam alone would not work. You would have to do more. Yibam alone uh, would not work. And you have to do more than just yibam, more than just having a marital relations. And the concern is that if all they did was have marital relations, they'll think, you know what, I didn't finish the entire process of yibam, and I could do then yibam with a different sister-in-law. Because of that concern, they instituted the concept of Mamar. They instituted the concept that um, if a person gave an, a ring uh, in, uh, first, so then it would have an effect to show that yibam alone, having marital relations alone, certainly has an effect. Now, once they instituted this, so they actually the preferred approach is to actually do both. Uh, we we prefer that they first do mamar. They first give a ring, and then afterwards they they complete the process through yibam through. Uh, marital relations and that, that would complete the process ok that is the end of that discussion in the Gemara that, the Gemara discussed why it is that the, the rabbis, the Rabbanon they instituted the concept of a get that the get would have halachic significance within this context uh, of yibam even though the Torah says that it's not it's not how one severs this relationship one requires chalitza but they, the rabbis instituted a get out of the concern that people will think that chalitza alone would not work even though chalisa does work, so they instituted the concept of a get, and they also instituted the concept, the, the ramifications of doing ma'mar, of the giving of a ring or of a marriage contract. Uh, so that would also have uh, rabbinic uh, significance, halachic significance to show us that yibam alone by doing yibam alone that would also uh, work. Okay, the gemara now asks a new question. The gemara asks, "My <laughs> tama so now we're going to discuss Biapsula, which was the end of the Mishnah, it was the discussion at the end of the Mishnah. So just a little bit of uh uh of background and uh to repeat what we said in the last recording. Biapsula is the following idea. There's a when let's say there are uh two sisters in law. There are two sisters-in-law, and the Ruvain is uh is the brother-in-law, the Rach and Leah are the two sisters-in-law, and Ruvain he first gives a get to Rachel. If he gives a get to Rachel, so then on a rabbinic level, he's not allowed to do yibum anymore, even to Leah, because there's a concept. Now, once you go down the path to uh, to sever this relationship, you're not even with a different sister-in-law. You're not allowed to do yibum. Another case is where Reuben uh, did maamar to Rachel, this uh, rabbinic form of an engagement to Rachel. So once that happens, he's not allowed to do yibum with Leah. He's not allowed to do Yibam with Leah because once he goes in the route of doing Yibam or in the process of doing Yibam with Rachel, he's not allowed to do Yibam with Leah. What happens in both of those cases is they end up doing Yibam, they have Bia, they have marital relations with Leah, which is not allowed. So we say that this is called referred to as Bia Psula, as an invalid form of Bia, an invalid form of Yibam. And it requires not just for them to get divorced because they're not allowed to be married, not just a divorce, which is necessary, but also they still have to do chalitza, even though they already did Yibim. They already did yibam. So on a biblical level, it's done. There's no longer a situation here of yibam to require chalitza, but the Institute said you should still do chalitza. You should still do chalitza, and there's still, on a rabbinic level, there still is this zika, there still is this bond between the brother-in-law and sister-in-law as if it would be prior to doing yibam, even though they already did yibam. But because it was an invalid yibam, so we view it as though as though uh, uh, it, it didn't, it didn't happen. Why is that? Why is that in both of those cases? Why is that true? And the, the question is really stronger because we do not find that by chalitza, as the Gemara will explain in a minute. We do not find that by chalitza. If a person gave a get to Rachel and then did chalitza to Leah, we don't say, oh, it's it's viewed even though there's no there's no purpose in doing in doing chalitza to Leah, once. Uh, once you give a get to Rachel, a divorce, I to Rachel, so then you have to deal with, uh, Rachel, not with, uh, with Leo. So why don't we have, we don't say it's viewed as an invalid chalitza. So the Gemara will explain what the difference is in a second. But first, focusing on Yibam, why is it that the Yibam, um, uh, is viewed as a bia psula, as an invalid bia, an invalid form of Yibam, such that we then require chalitza, even though on a biblical level chalitza should not be required. You already did yibam; you don't need to do chalitza. We say you still have to do chalitza. Why? Amri Ibiya acher. So my time, our rabbanon Biapsula yishacharak klum. Why is it that they have this concept of beepsula that an invalid yibam if they if Reuven gave Rachel either a get or ma'amar that then doing yibam with the other in law with leia would be invalid and it's as if it never happened on a rabbinic level. Amri. So let's take each case individually, says the Gemara. Let's say, Ruvain gave a divorce document, which has rabbinic significance, to Rachel first. So we're concerned that people will get confused in that case with Misham um, bi'a Acher Chalitza. That if we were to say uh, that bi'a would really be completely, that's all that's necessary, you don't have to do Chalitza again, after you gave a get, the divorce document to Rachel, you then did Yibam to Leah, you would have to get divorced, because you're not allowed to remain married. On a rabbinic level, you're not allowed to remain married, because you already started off with a get, with a divorce document. But if it were to say you don't have to do chalitza, you don't have to do chalitza, after that people will come to the conclusion and say, you know what, even in a case where you did chalitza with Rachel, let's you ended up doing chalitza with Rachel, a get and chalitza are very similar. If you ended up doing chalitza with Rachel, people will say, oh, you'd be allowed to do yibam with Leah. There's no problem doing Yibam with leia. That's what people might think. So therefore we said, no, it's so in, it's so invalid that to the point where we say you even have to do Chalitza afterwards. It has absolutely no, on a rabbinic level, it's as if the Yibam didn't happen just to make sure that nobody would come to the conclusion to say, oh, I could do Chalitza with Rachel and then Yibam with Leah. The Gemara then says uh, that in the other scenario, let's say Ruvain does Mamar with Rachel. He has this rabbinic form of engagement through the giving of a ring with Rachel. So it. So that's only on a rabbinic level. So then he does has Bia. He does Yibam, has uh, marital relations with Leah. So that's not allowed on a rabbinic level because once he's working with Rachel, he's not allowed to then uh, do Yibam with Leah. So we'll say that we're concerned that if we say that in that case, it's as if... Uh, You don't require chalitza because yibam was already done. People will get confused and say, you know what? Even in a case where Reuven does actually yibam with Rachel, maybe he could then do yibam also with Leah. People might think that. And so therefore we say, you know what? To make sure that people don't think that, because that is certainly not allowed on a biblical level that's not allowed. So to make sure that people don't think that, we will say uh, that uh, the yibam that you do after Ma'amar is on a rabbinic level, it's like it never happened, it's like it never happened, and the zika is still there, the bond is still there, that we require chalitza. So that's in the context of doing yibam, with leah, after you did ma'amar, or you give a get to Rachel. So the Gemara asks, why is this different from chalitza? Why is it that if you did chalitza, to leah, after you did either ma'amar, the rabbinic form of of uh, to Rachel, or you give a get, the rabbinic form of chalitza to Rachel, Why is it that we say that the chalitza is fine? We don't require anything afterwards. So the Gemara explains it as follows. Um, we'll say as follows. My legs are. What gezerah are we going to make? What are we going to institute? What should we institute? What is the concern here? There is no concern. Nigzer chalitza achar get, mishum chalitza achar Kolki tachlos What's the concern? If the concern is that if you give a get to Rachel and then you do chalitza to Leah, what are we concerned? That maybe in a case where you did a chalitza to Rachel uh, instead of a get, but you did a chalitza, which is similar, and then you ended up doing a chalitza also to Leah, so what? So do chalitza to Leah. True. It has no it has no halachic significance. Once you did a chalitza with Rachel, it has no halachic significance to do chalitza with Leah. It's like doing a chalitza to any random person on the street. It has no halachic significance because you already did a chalitza. But okay, but what's so ter- It's not a problem. There's no avera. There's no. There's no sin. Nothing. Nothing wrong happens when he, if it's about yibam. So then that's that's a real. That's a that's a violation. That's a prohibition. Prohibition of of marrying your sister-in-law outside the context of yibam. Yibam was already done. So it could be outside the or at least on a rabbinic level. So it's outside the context of of uh, of yibam on a rabbinic level. So that's a real concern. But to do chalitza to just to sever the relationship, there is no prohibition. Let, let her do chalitza twice. What's the problem? And the same thing also. What's the concern? Let's say he did Maimar with Rachel. Ruben did Maimar with Rachel, the rabbinic form of yibum by giving of a ring. And then he did Chalitza with Leah. What's the concern? We're going to come to confuse it to the case where you did yibum. You ended up doing yibum to Rachel. And then you do Chalitza to Leah. So, He says, What's the concern here? So the concern is that... Uh, you're going to end up doing Biah and then chalitza Taleya. What is the concern? The Gemara says, what exactly is the concern? The concern is that if you did, let's say you did again, so you did mamar to Rachel and then you ended up doing chalitza teleya. So the concern is, oh, let's say you ended up doing yibum, but the the case of yibum is actually Rashi explains is a slightly different concern. You do yibum to Rachel and then you want to get divorced to You're now fully married. You want to get divorced to Rachel. People might think that if the chalitza is valid after you do mamar, so that maybe all you need in order to get divorced after you do yibam is chalitza. That's all you need. Is all you need is to do chalitza and not give a divorce document, which is not true because once you do yibam, you're fully married, and then the regular laws of marriage apply. You have to give a get if you want to get divorced. You have to have a divorce document, not do chalitza. But people might think, oh, if chalitza after mamar uh, works, so that maybe chalitza after doing yibam would also work. So to that, the Gemara answers. The truth is, in that in that scenario, we do require a get. We do require to give a divorce document. So again, if you do mamar, if you do mamar to Rachel, and then you do chalitza, so we do. Even if you do chalitza to Rachel, we do require also the giving of a get, the giving of a divorce document, to undo the rabbinic engagement. We have to give the rabbinic form of of chalitza, which is a get. Uh, because, why do we do that? Because if it's a case also where you did yibam first, people might think that chalitza uh, alone works, so we say no, it's not just chalitza, you don't even need to do chalitza, but make sure to give a get. Once you do yibam, it's, you're fully married, we have to make sure that you give a get, that you give a divorce document, so therefore we'll say that if you did mamar first, let's say it's just to one person, to make things simple, you did mamar uh the rabbinic form of engagement, even if you were to do chalitza, uh, so we would say you still have to give a get, you would still have to give a divorce segment, just to make sure that you won't get confused, in a case where you do yibum. that you, you might think that oh, if, I, if I wanted to get divorced, I would have to do chalitza, the answer is no, you still have to give a get, you still have to give a divorce segment, once you do yibum. once you do yibum, it's like you're married, and the regular rules of marriage apply, make sure to give a get, uh, you would have to give a divorce segment, just like in any other marriage, that is the conclusion of the Gemara, With regards to that discussion, and then we will continue the Gemara in next week's recording.